Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconGanews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines to all the stories that we tell and report here at SiliconGanews.com. I am your host, news and sports reporter, Hannah Hammonds, and this is our 16th episode, and it's going to be very exciting as we're going to hear from two very special guests here in just a little bit. You can watch our video podcast weekly on the SiliconGanews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kicks 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Now, today's episode is going to look just a little bit different as we're going to skip the news segment and hear from two guests today. But first, we're going to hear from Mr. Randy Clark, and then a little bit later, we're going to hear from Mr. Ben Robbins. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconGanews.com podcast, bringing you all the conversations behind the stories that we tell and report here at SiliconGanews.com. As I mentioned earlier, we are joined today by Mr. Randy Clark, and a little bit later, we're going to be joined by elected state representative Ben Robbins. But first, Mr. Randy, how are you doing today? Good morning, Hannah. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Hey, and thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, because I know you're super involved in the community. Right. I am. My name's Randy Clark. I'm uh, married to Kimberly Clark, and we've been married 37 years. I have four kids and six grandkids, and I'm a veteran. Right, well, thank you for your service. Now, that's all I want to say about me. Let's talk about litter. <laughs> All right. What has inspired you to start picking up litter around our community? Because I know this is something that you're very passionate about. Oh, I'm very passionate about this. It, it, it's, it, it's a mess, and we've we got to get it cleaned up. I, I actually started out when I retired. You know, I was a construction worker all my life, and you listen to most of the older construction workers and they talk about all they want to do when they retire is go hunting, go fishing, and sitting in a rocking chair. Well, I like the hunting and fishing part, but the rocking chair didn't work out for me too good. So I was kind of looking for something to do. And we was walking at the Pinecrest Park. And this was before the pandemic. And people was kind of gathering. Sometimes you'd get groups to walk. Anyway, I was walking out there, and you kept hearing people talking about Ooh, look at all this litter. So one morning, I, I throwed a couple of garbage bags in my, in my truck, and me and my wife went out there and walked. She said, what are you doing with those garbage bags? I said, I'm going to pick that litter up out there. So then I started picking it up in my neighborhood. Then I got to looking around, and it's everywhere. Litter is everywhere. I... I uh, I like to throw education in on the conversation. But right out, not long after that, Mr. Paul Stepp, which is a wonderful man, 
he has the things going on in Sylacauga. And he had a cleanup organized at Noble Park. And I went. And I loved it. The park was a mess. We got it cleaned up. And you turn around and look after you get something like that cleaned up. And it warms your heart. Yeah, that has to be a really... You know, warm feeling knowing that you were able to give back to your community in that way and help keep the city that you live in clean. It does. It does. Well, I, I, I got looking around, and I was looking for something to do to replace that rocking chair. So my wife told me, she said, why don't you volunteer? So I was looking around, and I looked at different, and all volunteer things are important. You know, that, that, that's what makes your community thrive as volunteers. Absolutely. And I was, uh, I really wanted something to do that nobody else was doing. Well, I got to looking around and looking at all the litter. So I got started, and a couple of pair of boots and getting close to 250 bags of litter, here we are today. Wow, that is a lot of litter. That is a lot of litter. Now, was it the big like contractor bags or like the the regular standard? The big trash contractor bags. bags. That's oh, wow. all that I buy is the big contractor bags. Oh wow, that's that that's is a, a lot, lot of litter. And that's that's on our streets. In, that's on our streets you know, in our city that we live in. That, right. You know, right. people want to raise a family in this this town, and right. you know, you want people to come into Silicaga and be like, "This is where I want to." This is where I want to live. This is where I want to raise a family. But, exactly. you know, people might not get that, you know, feeling if they're walking around downtown or driving down the street and all you see is trash on the right. side of the road right. or in our parks, as, you know, we talked about earlier. Exactly. Um, do you plan on expanding or starting this movement anywhere else in the greater Coosa Valley area or Talladega County? Sure. I hope people see what we're doing here. And it influences them to do that in their places. But right now, I concentrate more on Sylacauga. I want to, you remember when Sylacauga used to be called beautiful Sylacauga? Yes, I do. I want it to be called beautiful Sylacauga again. And I really concentrate, well, I started out just doing the parks. And then you hear that Coosa Valley Medical Center is our biggest employer in Sylacauga. So I started making sure the entrances and the exits and Coastal Valley Medical Center was litter-free. Make sure all the parts are litter-free. And then I got to thinking about, you know, Highway 21, which is Broadway, is a very busy place. And I, I got to thinking about one day that I want somebody, say, for instance, they're going from Montgomery to Aniston. They come through our hometown. I wanted to go tell somebody what a clean city Sylacauga is. And I'm I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for volunteers and the citizens of Sylacauga. So, you know, and I started doing a downtown district. Another reason might be if a company is looking to locate in a small town like ours, if they come downtown and they've seen what a clean town it is, and they're looking to choose a hometown to put their business in, they might just choose Sylacauga because it's clean. Right. And we want that. We really do, because 
as uh, we've mentioned in several episodes that we've done over the last few months, I don't know if you've uh, watched, but our downtown district is growing. It is growing. Um, we are developing new businesses. This is we're growing. It is growing. Super important to us. Um, so we want to be able to keep that going, and I think this is a huge part in that. Um, just keeping the streets clean and keeping just the area clean. I do too. I think it's a big part of it. Now, what other projects? Because I know you talked about Noble Park, Coosa Valley Medical Center, and just the streets here in Sylacauga. But are there any other projects that you've taken on or completed over the last several months? Well, you know, social media is a big part of our lives now. And one of the big reasons I like Mr. Paul Stelt's page is this a positive page. He don't put up with no negative comments. He don't put up with foul language. It's all positive things about Sylacauga. And these, these parks, I do the Little League Park. I do the girls' softball park. I, anything that has to do with our children in town, I want it to be clean. Now, a lot of times when I do these cleanups, I do it when the buses are running. And our program is working because I've had bus drivers, parents, and teachers tell me that the kids are asking questions. They want to know, what's that guy doing out there picking up litter? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That is putting it back in education again where, for some reason or another, we have put do not litter our highways and waterways on the back burner. It needs to be back in education. I think it needs to go all the way from kindergarten all the way through college. Even us as adults have to be reminded of these things sometimes. Absolutely. Now, how many hours a week do you spend picking up litter? Roughly. That's, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 30. It depends on the need. It depends on if I go by somewhere and it got littered up again, I'll do it sooner than later. But it depends. It's one thing about being retired. You get to do things on your own time. You don't have to do what your boss tells you anymore. I am my boss. <laughs> Very true. Hey, and it sounds like it can turn into a full-time job if, you know, there's that need there, there is. for the litter to be picked up. It has turned city. into a full-time job for me, but that's okay. I enjoy giving back to my community. I love Sylacauga, as do many other people. I love the citizens of Sylacauga. I think that's something that's very special about our our small town is we take so much pride in it, and, you know, people are proud to say that they came from Sylacauga or you know, that we are able to do small things like this and get the community support and stuff like this. Right. Now, we talked a little bit before we came on air um, about volunteers. Right. Um, do you have a specific need, like volunteers or supplies that people can donate? Well, you know, there's a misconception about volunteers. A volunteer is somebody that wants to give back to their community for non-pay. If you're getting paid to do something, you're not volunteering. But volunteers are very important. If our churches didn't have volunteers, they really wouldn't be a church. If our we have clubs in town, that's volunteer. And volunteers are very important. I wouldn't be where I'm at today with this litter program 
if it wasn't for my volunteers. Now, I haven't had any volunteers since Thanksgiving because of the pandemic, but after this stuff is over, and it is going to be over if people will do right and everybody gets their shots and so on and so on, we will get back to norm. And when things get back to norm, I'm going to organize to have volunteers again. But right now, I just I just do it. <laughs> you love to do it. And that's, I love to do it. That's what makes it even better right. is that right. you love to do it. Well, you know, when I first started this, people was kind of looking at me like I was crazy. You know, what's that man doing on the side of the road with the garbage bag in his hand? Well, now I spend about as much time waving and talking to people as I did picking up litter. And it's because people are starting to take note. Our litter program is working. Neighborhoods are starting to, to do better. And downtown's starting to look great. You know, I, I don't have to go near as much as I did before. Now, I wish more people had that same passion and same drive to clean up our city as you do. Um, in the city of Sylacauga, we have a city code ordinance. Um, that people who uh, litter, they're violating the city ordinance, and it's a $500 fine. Right. How do you think that enforcing this ordinance will keep litter off the streets? Well, I think it's very important. Uh, what I would like to add to the $5, $500 fine is I'd like to add some community service in it. Not just picking up litter, but all of our departments in Sylacauga right now are a little shorthanded. They can use people doing community service. The rec department, you know, we're starting to see where more people are getting interested. The city has got involved. The parks and recs have got involved. I think all of our departments do an extremely fantastic job. But right now, we don't have anyone picking up litter. What I try to do is make sure, and they do a good job at it, is keeping these garbage cans empty. Because, you know, uh, when a garbage can runs over, it turns into litter. Right. It was garbage when it was in the garbage can. When it falls on the ground, it turns into litter. A 20-mile-an-hour wind can blow some litter all across the Zolkaga. And, you know, I try to... Keep, we need to keep these garbage cans empty. But uh, if you don't want a $500 fine, it's best not to litter in Sylacauga because the city's got behind it, the police department's got behind it, and the citizens have got behind it. That, they've had enough of this. Right. So it's starting to work. I don't know exactly how many fines they give out, but I wish they would add, and I guess this will be up to the judge, add community service it that way you spend a few hours with me you won't throw litter out no more <laughs> <laughs> now what is one of your main goals um, for this project uh, one of my main goals is to get it back in education I don't know exactly when in schools that we quit talking about litter but somewhere along the line it seemed to get put on the back burner. And I want to get it 
back in education. As uh, soon as the pandemic's over, I hope to meet, just like with you, I hope to meet with the city of Sylacauga superintendent. I hope to meet with the Talladega educators. And I want to get this program back in school like we used to have it. You know, if it's nothing but putting a sign up in a hallway, do not litter our highways and waterways, then, that, that, you know, that's what we need to do. Get teachers talking about, if it's just 10 minutes a day talking about litter, you know, not, uh, they'll go home and they'll tell their parents. It, word gets around since I've started this litter program. You know, when you put something on social media and you get 500 comments and 600 likes, people are looking. That's what we need. We need to get the word out. And I, I'll refer back to education. And that, that, that's one of my main goals is it's going to take a little while and then some convincing, but I believe we can get it done. You're getting that exposure and that interaction, and I think that's awesome to be able to have all of that to get this movement beyond just uh, the city of Sylacauga. Hey, but thank you so much again for joining us today. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by elected state representative Mr. Ben Robbins. Don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. Back to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast, bringing you all the conversations behind the stories that we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. Earlier, we heard from Mr. Randy Clark, and now we're going to hear from Mr. Ben Robbins, the new State House Representative for Alabama. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. So, for those that may not know about you, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Uh, well, I'm 38 years old. I'm a practicing attorney. My, I'm married. My wife, Melanie, is an engineer. She works for Alabama Power. And we have an eight-month, eight, come Monday, we have an eight-month-old son. So that's a quick bio about me. Hey, that's, that's interesting, especially yeah. that you're a lawyer and you have a, a new son as well. Um, how has being a lawyer prepared you to take on a role of this magnitude? I think a lawyer has prepared me very well. It's it's I, it's the way I think. I've been trained to think in a certain ways of seeing it, an issue, seeing the the pros and the cons of any issue, and so it's allowed me to see what can be the good and bad out of any law passed. And to be a legislator, you write the laws. So my career is interpreting those laws. So that's going to help me understand how drafting this law, how it will be interpreted and used in terms of a court of law, or whether it's just some regulation of how industry will, and education will affect them. So I think it's, it'll help me understand the ramifications of laws. Most definitely. And I also read where you're a part of many community boards. Can you talk just a little bit about those and um, how you're involved in them? Um, well, I'll say, yes, I'm involved in the community. And that's why I wanted to 
that's one of the main reasons I want to run for this position and one of the reasons I'm very excited about serving and what I hope I can bring to the table is that I care about our community and I think community involvement is important. And I, I look forward to seeing our community grow and have more opportunities for our young, our young children and our young adults and those opportunities for our seniors as well. What are some things that you plan to um, accomplish while in office? Um, well, you know, of course, I have a big list of ideas and what I want to do. But you know, some of the main things I want to do is I want to hear from the constituents. I want to hear from you, you, know, you, whether you voted for me or you didn't vote for me, on what you think is important. And I want to take that to Montgomery. But from hearing from everyone, I know that we have several issues. I, and one of them is that we need to grow our economy. We, we need economic growth. We need more jobs in our community. And, and to do that, I think it's a simple recipe that I want to take to Montgomery, and that's infrastructure. We have to have reliable roads and bridges, but in 2021, we also have to have reliable internet. And the internet is just as viable, just as important as roads and bridges are now. And I want to make sure we can get reliable internet to our rural communities in the district. And the other part of that recipe is workforce development. We need to make sure that we are training our students to be good employees. They need to have trades and skills. And, and that's the recipe it's going to take for us to grow. I know you mentioned the bridge. Um, there's about $10 million in the bridge fund, and there's really no plans as of right now to build that bridge. Where do you um, expect to see this money go? Where, where should it go? Well, you know, I, I'm sure every, you know, you're aware of the possibility of Tim James was looking into building a private road and, and building a bridge. And, and you know, I, I just got elected, so I've not been privy to those conversations as to what's happening. So I, I can't say what's going to happen with the private road or with the public road. And I know that money is sitting in, in a fund, and, and that's a decision for the Talladega County delegation to make. And, um, you know, we'll just have to see what, what the delegation wants to do. But what I want to do is I want to hear what the constituents want and what's, what's going to help our district. So that's what's going to be most important to me is what's going to help our district. Is there anything that uh, Mr. Ron Johnson did that you're going to try to build off of while in office? Uh, Representative Johnson was great at being accessible and available in constituent services. And that's why I keep trying to come back to I want to do what our, what our district wants, what, our, what the constituents want, because he was a master at being available to people. And I want to be as available as he was. Uh, it's going to be hard because he was probably the best at the state at answering people's needs and their concerns and so that's my goal and I hope I can do half as good as he did. Now you are the new elected state representative you're fixing to take office um, we just had the inauguration a few days ago um, what are your thoughts on the new leadership in Washington? Um, well you know I'm, I'm going to be in Montgomery and so I want to make sure that I do the best I can in Montgomery for us. Um, yes we do have new a new leadership in Washington but Alabama is where I'm going to be serving, and I want to make sure that we take care of Alabama and Alabama grows and that the values in Alabama are protected and that we are the best state that we can be. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people think things are fixing to drastically change. Um, how would you encourage our listeners um, that maybe have those kind of negative thoughts, and um, how would you tie that into what you're going to do? Um, well, I know a lot of people are concerned with the direction of our country or they're con they, 
we, we, there's a myriad of concerns, whether it's the direction of our country, it's the, you know, a moral decline, whatever those issues are, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand your concerns and I understand your issues. I think that we need to focus on what unites us and what helps us, and that's what will help us grow, is we need to be united and we need to stay, say that this is what I believe in and this is how we can move forward and take that next step. And that's what I'm focusing on in District 33 uh, us here in, in Talladega, Coos, and Clay Counties, we can't control or we can't dictate what's going to happen in D.C. or in the Michigan State Capitol or the California State Capitol. But what we can control is what is District 33 and what we do in Montgomery. And that's what, that's what we're going to do is we're going to do the best we can for District 33. Absolutely. And I know that's something that we need here right now. Um, you've told us a good bit about yourself and what you plan to do. But what is one thing that you wish your constituents knew about you? Um, I'd say that I have a great Dane. We have a, <laughs> I, I like animals, so I'm a sucker for a, you know a picture of an animal. Or if <laughs> even though knocking on doors and campaign, I've been bitten by dogs. I still don't have a problem with dogs, and I still will like walk over to the house that has the dog and be attracted to like oh you know and get distracted from telling them that they need to vote for me because of their pets. I think I actually saw you walking through my neighborhood the other day, um, the day before the election actually. Um, so you were definitely out there getting your name out and trying to win the votes of you know, people in District 33. Now, we certainly want to wish you the very best in office, and I thank you so very much for joining me today. Now, are there any, is there anything else that you would like to uh, mention or bring up? I would just like to thank the voters. I would like to thank you for putting your trust in me and allowing me to serve you in Montgomery. And, and even to those people that didn't vote for me or they voted, they just didn't vote, I'm still going to serve and represent you because your interests are just as important to those that voted for me. So I want to be available and accessible to anybody that lives in District 33 because it's about us and about that, what I said, we need to be united and we need to be a strong area. So that's what I'd like to say. Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much again. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Mr. Ben Robbins for just a few more minutes, but don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. back to Behind the Headlines, and thank you so much again, Mr. Ben, for being here with us today. Um, where can our watchers and listeners find more information about you, um, and how can they contact you? Um, well, you can contact me. Um, you can contact me by my phone at any time, my cell phone. <laughs> that number is 205-907-5091, so you can call or text me. I'm also on Facebook. I have my campaign Facebook page and my personal page, so you could message me. Um, through that at any time of the day. And I, I actually just got a, a state house email address. So you can email me uh, there as well, which I'll put on the Facebook page. So um, that those are the best ways to get in touch with me. And I 
hope that y'all do. Yeah, you heard him. You can reach out to him on all his social media or via phone. Um, hey, and congratulations again. Oh, thank so you. happy for you. Thank you for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines to all the stories that we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicogaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute stories, suggest future guests, or to report news, email news at silicoganews.com. Thank you for hanging around with us, but this is it for today. I'm Hannah Hammonds, and see you next week.